Oh, that's nice. All right. I know this guy. Oh, yeah. That is some trap rock. That's some trap rock. That's right. Listen to that. Bold drinks. Boys in the band ordered bold drinks. Visit your score down the hall ring. Everything seems to be wrong. Oh, God, it's so good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Parrothead Podcast. I am Ryan Middledorf. I am Patrick McDonald. This is, you know what it is, your podcast for everything Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, you know what it is. You know what it is. If you listen to this, you've listened to all the other ones. And if you haven't listened to the other ones, then you can start here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast where you talk about all things Jimmy Buffett. That's right. We talk about the man, the myth the legend, the albums, the songs, the merchandise. Yes, that's correct. Everything. We talk about everything. Uh, tangential. That's non-linear, right. Non-linear, non-linear. It's his emotions, his state of mind, his his vibe. We talk about what he had for breakfast. We talk about his opinions on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. <laughs> that was a weird episode. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> also, a lot of guesswork on our part. <laughs> that was an intense one with a lot of inferring. That's You're right. correct. We, I think we came out to a very controversial opinion for Jimmy we to have. We really did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's never coming on this show. <laughs> he will not. He's not going to come on this show. But I did hear rumors of a margarita Tel Aviv. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) We really we did. Is this it? Did we ruin our chances? Yeah, yeah. All right, we're done. Officially a fan only unauthorized (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, This is gonna be a really fun one today. We're talking about the album Volcano. But before we dive in, Patrick, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Oh, it's so good to hear. I'm glad. I had a wonderful weekend. I'm glad you had a wonderful weekend. (laughs) And I'm leading that as a segue because I heard you did not have a wonderful weekend, Ryan. I did not have a wonderful weekend. If I could put it into uh, Jimmy Buffett terms, uh, I I, I treated my body like a tent this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, okay, let, let me walk you through it. So uh, Friday, Friday afternoon, I had lunch, and that lunch gave me food poisoning. Oh, no. Where was it? (laughs) Okay. um, I love this place. I probably will not go back. Okay. But I got delivery from uh, Sack Sandwiches. Sack Sandwiches? Sack Sandwiches uh, in West Hollywood. Oh, okay. I've never eaten there, and I never will. Let me just say, uh, making a banh mi is uh, difficult. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. I guess so. It's such a bummer, Ryan. I'm so sorry. that sandwich many times, and it is so good, but this time it just did not work. What a heartbreak. It was such a heartbreak. It was really rough. So I had food poisoning, most of the day Friday and into uh, Saturday. Ugh. I had to miss a big show on Friday, which oh, I was no. so bummed about. I know. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's all right. And that also gave me a little bit of vertigo, just like the food poisoning. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you've been there. You know. I've been there. I've had it. it was Chinese food, 2001. Oh. <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> the big Chinese food yeah. incident. Mr. Walk in That's... Mansfield, Texas. They're, they're now out of business, and they very well should be. They Ooh, burned me. No. Anyways, so you had some Virgado. Virgado. I had had some Virgado on Saturday. And uh, as we mentioned off mic, uh, yesterday, which was Saturday, um, Olivia and I and her mom went to the Pet Expo. 
Great. We just got a little doggy bagels. Bagels, beautiful dog. Beautiful dog. So we were we were there just kind of surveying, seeing what they had to offer. There's like some food, some treats, some toys. It was fun. Um, so I I went down there and I felt okay. Like in the car, I felt like a little like I I, I was teetering, but I was I was good. I was still ready to hang. And we get there, and of course it's like a fairground. Yeah, you know. Oh, not no. the best food choices. Not the best place for someone who has food poisoning, too, by yes. the way. That's what yeah. I'm immediately thinking of. If I have food poisoning, I'm like, where's the bathrooms? Oh, yeah. Like, where are they? And, and they're porta potties, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're porta potties. <sighs> right. Luckily, l- luckily, I didn't have any emergencies or anything when we were down there, but I just was not feeling good at all. Yeah. And that's the worst. And the, the food choices, you know, not great. So, like, I had some curly fries. I had. Some what I have? Oh, some deep fried Oreos. Oh no, <laughs> it's just a mistake. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, no. I don't, because I going through the day, I'm like, oh, I can handle this. I'm okay. I'm doing good, and oh, I wasn't no. doing good at all. And then last night, <laughs> we get back from the pet expo, and we all go out to this great Mexican restaurant called Los Amigos in oh, Burbank. I haven't been there. It's really great. good. Okay. It's really good. Okay. Um. Had uh, had a margarita and then another margarita. I shouldn't have had the second margarita because that just, I don't know. That was the one? Your body that was, was like, the one. I'll allow this. That's right. I'll allow you one margarita, but the second one, no way. You can't have just one margarita. They're like chips. You can't. Exactly. Exactly. That's crazy. Of which I also had a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, last night was rough. But I'm doing oh, no. okay now. You were wasted away again in Margaritaville. <laughs> I really was. I really was. It's a modern Margaritaville. That's right. No That's woman right. to blame. Just, no, uh, just myself. One, and, and a bond me. That's and a bond me. Oh, I'm so buddy. sorry, Ryan. That's okay. That's all right. I'm on the mend, and I'm glad we're doing this. This is going to lift my spirits. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Well, let's lift you up. Let's thank let's, you. Let's burst through this like a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> and erupt into joy. What about what you? What's new? We 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 have some updates. We have a couple updates. I was going to say this week has been a very fun week for me regarding Jimmy Buffett because it, I think it's clicked into the zeitgeist that I'm into this <laughs> because uh, <laughs> because people have been reaching out to me. Oh, good. Uh, left and right about different things. Um, one of the things, I got a text yesterday from a number I don't know. My phone just deletes all my numbers all the time. Sure. So it could be somebody I actually know, but who's to say? Um, I got an email from, uh, or a text from a friend that said, have you seen this truck in Hollywood selling a Jimmy Buffett murder mystery? What? It's currently parked on Vine north of Sunset if you feel compelled to go buy one. I don't know if they're, they were selling a bunch I don't know if if I don't know what was happening. Murder was it somebody a book? was selling a Jimmy Buffett murder mystery book on Sunset and Vine, pretty much. I couldn't go; I didn't have the chance. <laughs> um, but I don't know the number. Someone randomly told me you gotta go buy this. Jimmy. I I don't know if he was selling a bunch of them. In I don't front, know if, from a truck. Yeah, that is the weirdest thing. It's so strange. That is bonkers. So, s- someone that you do not know said, "Hey, this guy is selling Jimmy Jimmy Buffett murder mystery books from his truck yeah. in Hollywood." Yeah, that's somebody weird. somebody from the area. I probably do know who they are, but it just won't. It's just not going to happen. Did you look it up? Is it like a legit thing? Um, I no, I didn't look it up. I have no clue. I, I okay. <laughs> <laughs> a Jimmy Buffett. I'm looking up right now. Murder mystery books. Hollywood. I mean, this sounds like somebody that maybe just had a bunch of them and was like, hey, let's just sell all of these. I don't know. 
That's I have no clue. So strange. It was very interesting. So that happened. I got another thing. My buddy Roger, who listens to the podcast, very shout good out to Roger, friend of the pod. Sh- shout out to Roger. Uh, the last text I got from him was "Manana is a killer track." So he's mm. he's coming up. He's coming up in the ranks once he gets this. Yep, it'll be a long time. But Wonderful. He's loving it. He sent me a big update earlier this week. At the record shop by his apartment in Highland Park, there's a vintage concert T-shirt from the '70s, uh, a Jimmy Eagles tour. Really? Shirt, yeah. That I might wow. need to get. I asked if it was expensive. He said it's probably uh, at least eighty bucks. And he said maybe you can okay. do a, maybe you can do a GoFundMe for it. I'll go. I'll go halfsies with you. <laughs> Should we go halfsies? I'll go we can, halfsies. We can share the shirt. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I wonder. Oh, is it um, Gimme Gimme Records? That store? Maybe in Highland Park? Yeah. Maybe it is. Do they sell shirts store. too? They do, yeah. Yeah, it's probably them. Yeah. Ooh, okay. It's probably them and they probably I have would, this shirt. I would go have these. Okay, if we'll you talk get about it. that. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that. Maybe. <laughs> well, that's fun. If you want to donate to for us to get a 70s <laughs> Eagles Jimmy shirt, you can just find me on Venmo at Patrick-McDonald. You can <laughs> and throw... I'm at Ryan Middledorf. <laughs> <laughs> We're blatantly asking for money and that's okay. It's only for Jimmy Buffett t-shirt. That's right. That's all it's for. Yeah, yeah. But... We're joking about that. Don't do that. Please don't. don't. Please donate to the ASPCA if you ever <laughs> consider giving us a vintage t-shirt. That's right. That's right. Yeah, donate to get those pets spayed and neutered. Yep. But this is the real exciting thing. Yes. We've talked previously that there is a book coming out um, very soon uh, that is a biography of Jimmy Buffett mm-hmm. written by Ryan White. I believe the book is called, let me find it for a second, Jimmy Buffett. I haven't gotten it yet because it comes out May 9th. It's called Jimmy Buffett, A Good Life All the Way by Ryan White. And uh, we, uh, uh, we're we very excited about that. We discussed it. Mm-hmm. And I actually got reached out to on Twitter by him. Yes. He said, basically, hey, uh, can you give me your address? I have something that's very relevant to your interests. That uh, sounds I so shady. <laughs> I know, no, but I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> I love that. So we, we connected over uh, Twitter Messenger. Uh-huh. I gave him my address. I was very excited. He's going to send us a book or two. I love and, it. Uh, ahead of time. And we're, thank you so much, Ryan, for that. If you're listening, you probably aren't because you know so much more about Jimmy Buffett than we do. And this is you probably- You don't need this it's podcast. An, it's a horrible, it's probably agonizing for you to like hear us be like, oh, I think this is what happened. But uh, we love doing it. So thanks for encouraging us. Uh, I had to ask him a question. As, okay. Like maybe the most prominent Jimmy Buffett biographer I've spoken to. Right. I asked him a question. I said, have you done any research on the genesis of Buffett's alter ego, Marvin Gardens? We were hoping for a full book on that. That's what I said to him. Oh my God. I know. And you want to hear his answer? Yes. Names like that were kind of in the air around Key West. Everyone in Club Mandible had a nickname or three. Marvin and the rest seem to have been born on Duval Street. A lot of things I know nothing about. (laughs) (laughs) I understood three words in that sentence. (laughs) So I looked up Club Mandible. Okay. Club Mandible is a phrase that, uh, this is from another book, the Jimmy Buffett Scrapbook by Mark Humphrey. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll just, I guess uh, somebody described it uh, cryptically alluded to, I guess Club Mandible is cryptically alluded to in a white sport coat and a pink crustacean. And there's a quote that Club Mandible, Club Mandible meant everybody talked about each other. The jawbone is what it referred to. In the midst of a drunken drug stupor, McWayne came up with the concept of the Club Mandible. The only requirement to be a member of the club was that you had to buy a purple shirt without a collar and put some stupid name on it that you dreamed up. That made you a member of the Club Mandible and you just sat in the bar with these purple shirts on at the old Anchor Inn. 
So I guess this was just some club where everyone talked shit about each other. Yeah. And they made up these fake names and they wore them around. And so Marvin Gardens seems to have been created from that. Wow. Yeah. Very. And I think we'll learn more about it, but uh, it's very exciting. He also said, I had an absolutely fantastic time hanging with a lot of the old Key West crew. That might be an obvious statement. Uh, Ryan did. So I think... Uh, <laughs> It sounds like he really did a lot of research just hanging out in Key West. Yeah, and it sounds to like he really fan. embittered himself. I know. So if, if when we read that book, I think we should definitely reach out to him, see if he'll do a little interview. Oh, I would love that. I bet we he absolutely would. should. We're old, we're old Twitter pals. Oh, that's so, great. Uh, we're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, very um, exciting. We uh, we also recently got uh, a, a little blurb in Split Cider. Yes, which I, <laughs> that was funny because <laughs> they they listened to our our uh, Margaritaville episode where we went to Margaritaville. Yes, no, I think they just listened to the one where we uh, talked. We gave updates about the Margaritaville oh, right. in was... City Walk and. <laughs> So it was just like the 25-minute episode. We didn't play any music. <laughs> Nothing. We just did updates about Margaritaville, it's, uh, the Latitude, that's the Retirement right. Center. Oh, my God. You're right. I that's know. funny. Because in, in Split Saturday, they will have uh, a, an article with like paragraph blurbs about all the podcasts they're listening to. And we got mentioned on a separate... <laughs> separate yeah. thing below it which is like we're also listening to these and yeah. we just got a little tiny link we snuck in there on the very at end at the very end which you know what I'll take I'll take it honestly that's I never thought we would be uttered in split side no so that is an honor <laughs> so thank you very much <laughs> thank to you split so Cider. much for anyone and also this is very little but uh, we uh, tweeted out about the episode uh, last week and we were retweeted by Scott Nickerson himself yes that's right the founder John, that was wonderful the founder of the Parenthood culture pretty yeah, much yeah the fan club so we got to get him on the podcast i'd love to have scott nickerson on the podcast well, if you're listening to it scott uh give us a call yep <laughs> just go phone calls <laughs> yeah just one 800 parrot head one 800 parrot head we'd love to have you we think you're a wonderful person thank That's you right. for all you've done aren't we going to a parrot head event in may is that yes. something that's happening there's a parrot head event in the los angeles parrot head club we have uh may decided, 21st may 21st we want to go to that yeah definitely it's a it's a house concert yes which i am yeah. so excited we for. have to go i need we need to figure out i don't know what the decorum is for that parrot head club i don't either i'm a facebook member right. but i'm not a real member yeah and i don't know what we're supposed to do to become a real member right and i yeah, don't know we, if we're we allowed to come just, to that stuff i guess we could just re- reach we out we should just people. reached out yeah we yeah, should just we should say just hey like we're we're new to this we want to be more involved what do we do yeah what do we do yeah and i do want to go to that concert oh i really do too very exciting yeah no that's gonna be great very fun um yeah a lot of big updates this week a lot of updates uh yeah it's been it's been a fun a fun time with the paired head podcast people are reaching out and we love it so oh, thank you for everyone who's reached so out sent us uh you know pictures of the uh statue of the flip-flop at the margaritaville resort in hollywood florida yep <laughs> I guess there's a giant. Oh, that's flip-flop. right. Um, oh, I I, I want to read that message. We got a message on Facebook. Oh yeah. Um, so thank you so much for reaching out, everyone. I'm gonna pull this up real quick. Pull it right up. Okay. So good old uh, Nick Picard. Oh yes. Who Nick Picard. who tweeted us he and tweeted let us? us know about the secret lyrics to Margaritaville yeah. in "You Had to Be There." Yes, Our boy yeah. Nick Picard. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, just wanted to drop you a message after you read my tweet on the "Son of a Son of a Sailor" episode. Thanks for the shout out. You are very welcome. Admittedly, I wasn't the biggest parrothead but after listening to your podcast i'm taking the music of old jimmy more to heart than previously i grew up in central florida hearing the song
songs you knew by heart album enough to have a favorite song by the time I was 10, which was Pencil Thin Mustache. Wow. Great song. But slowly left behind the music of Jimmy Buffett due to teenage rebellion. Hey, I get it. We've all been there, but right? I, I totally understand. Absolutely. That's uh, that's how it is. That's how it know? is. That's, that's how it goes. <laughs> It, it is not cool when everyone else is around you is listening to, uh, you know, Blink-182, Dashboard Confessional. That's uh, right. You're not going to be putting on boat drinks. No, you know what exactly, I mean? exactly. It's only after finding a copy of You Had to Be There on Vinyl at a Garage Sale and finding your podcast that I've come back to the music of Jimmy Buffett. Wow. Anyway, this is a long message, which I blame on the handful of margaritas I drank at a party earlier. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> only... Message us after you drink that's a margarita. Right. Oh we want, my we want that. God, Thank that's you. great. <laughs> um, at that party, he says uh, he debuted his newly eBayed Jimmy Buffett 1992 tour dad cap. <laughs> wow, this is a man after my own heart. <laughs> Keep up the awesome work, guys. Fins up, Nick. Wow, thank you, What a you, great Nick. message. That's really wonderful. We're so glad that our podcast helped you come back to the world of Buffett. That's wonderful. Yeah. It, it's helped me as well. Me too. I mean, I, I just threw on Buffett this morning. Aside from the, I, we were just cleaning. I'm like, I'm going to throw on some Buffett. It was really nice. Something I've also learned too from this, yeah. like listening to Buffett in your apartment or listening to Buffett in your house, it's such a different experience than just like walking around and listening to Buffett. Mm, mm-hmm. I infinitely enjoy listening to Jimmy Buffett when I'm walking around, like looking at nature, looking at other things, or like being in the sun. Yes. I think being in the sun and listening to Jimmy Buffett have to go hand in hand. I agree. It's very hard. It's it's. I think it's important. It enhances it. I think it can bring yeah. a little sunlight into your dark day if you need it. But when you're really in the sun and you're listening to you know a classic Buffett tune, boy oh boy, is that where I want to be? Oh, you know? that's the best. <laughs> that's the best. And hey, if you're listening to this podcast while you're out on a walk, mm. oh baby, baby, you know what, uh, baby. <laughs> That's what I say about that. (laughs) Because today, we're talking about the album, as I mentioned earlier, Volcano. Volcano, my favorite part of every Margaritaville restaurant. Which is not in the Margaritaville restaurant in Los Angeles. No, it is not, (laughs) but we will get to that later. (laughs) Sign our change.org petition to get a volcano in the Margaritaville City Walk. Uh, Um, This album released in 1979, his last album of the 70s. It's bittersweet, I think. It is bittersweet. We've had such a great time in the 70s. We really have. Uh, I've realized today we might miss the 70s when we leave it. <laughs> I think uh, so. Looking yeah, at the future albums. <laughs> but we really had a wonderful time. Uh, overall, this reached number 14 on the Billboard al- 200 album chart mm-hmm. and 13 on the top country albums. Three singles from the uh, album charted, including Finns, number 35 on Billboard Hot 100, 42 with Dull Contemporary. Volcano was number 66, Volcano, The Devil, Lava. Uh, 66, that's what I'm saying. That's a sign. Let's look into that. Illuminati-wise, is Volcano a song for the devil? We'll talk about that soon. Number 43, Adult Contemporary also. And the song Survive was number 77 on Hot 100. Okay. Which All is right. a twist to me, but yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, this album, not uh, as critically well-received as other Buffett albums. No. Do we have any previously. Do we have any reviews for this? We have uh, we, we have a quote from All Music okay. um, said, uh, this album marks a low point for Jimmy Buffett in a decade in which he delivered one solid album after another. You know, I can totally understand where he's coming from from that because if you compare this to like A1A sure. or even Changes in Latitudes, you might feel that way. But overall, I think this is like, I think for me, this album, general thoughts uh, are that... Uh, 
it's it's almost like he's kind of like the early 70s had Jimmy Buffett talking about the future, like what he thought about the future and the Christian and all that stuff. Like, yeah, like what's my life going to be? What are what's our change going to be and stuff like that? And by by the end of the 70s, he's like, let's live in the now. Let's drink some boat drinks. Yep. Let's look at that volcano. It's like all songs that happen in the span of 45 seconds as opposed to <laughs> right. like spanning what's uh, coming up. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, And this album. So so I listen to this album probably four or five times in preparation for this episode. Great. And the first time I listened to it, I was not the biggest fan. Like, because yeah. it, it, it felt to me um, just sort of uh, an album that I would throw in in the background. It's really nice. Like, yeah. musically, it's very pretty, mm-hmm. very delightful to listen to. But in terms of, like, substance, like, it just wasn't there for me. And then I did a little bit of research, and on the second listen, it changed. I feel the same way. That happened to yeah. me. Because it yeah. felt very mild. When I was listening to it for the first time, right. I kind of zoned out. And then when I started really thinking about it the second time, it's one of those things where it's like, it isn't as mission oriented. It's more, it's more like uh, mood oriented, like train of like uh, train of thought. Exactly. You yeah. know, so, yeah. so it, it just kind of comes and goes. And when you get rid of the expectations, it's a great album. Yeah, exactly. And the, one of the big reasons that this changed for me on the second listen is because this is the first album when uh, Jimmy is a dad. Oh, yes. This album was released uh, shortly after his daughter was born. No way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so, like, some of the songs in here, like, it it just seems like he he's... Like there are more important things to him that he's writing about. Yeah, they're a little softer. They're a little softer. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. This is what's funny is the last album we listened to was "You Had to Be There," mm-hmm. which was maybe his last night on the town <laughs> before <laughs> really? he had no, his daughter. Really. It was just wild. Yeah, right. It was he crazy. just was cursing and going crazy, and then maybe yeah, that's a very interesting. Uh, aspect of this album I hadn't previously considered. Right? Yeah, and he also dedicated this album to his wife and his daughter. Yes, um, but like uh, in like the uh, subsequent listens, I really enjoyed a lot of the songs on here. Yeah. Um, do, do you want to talk about some of them? What like what stood out to you? Like well, we start off with Fins and Volcano, which is the best album opener. Oh my gosh! We have one two punch. Are you one kidding two me? punch. Two of the big eight. Two of the big eight that stick around for years and years to come. Oh yeah. Really wonderful. Volcano, I want to bring up. Fins was my favorite in the Big 8 episodes, and Volcano was your favorite in the Big 8 episodes. That's right. Have have uh, your opinions of the Big 8 changed? Now that we've seen seven of the Big 8, or have we seen all of the Big 8 now? No, there's one coming out in 82, I think, that's a Big 8. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so, so far we've seen seven of them, and I okay. still think Volcano is my number one. Wow, of the Big 8. Of the Big 8. Wow, great. Yeah, what about you? I think it's Son of a Son of a Sailor. You think so? I think it well, is. Well, that's not in the Big Eight. Oh shoot! <laughs> Damn it! We've talked about that. You're right. Right. We well, so we we added it on we along added it on. with one particular harbor. Yeah, because why don't we get drunk? Is in the Big Eight. Right. Which, okay. Yeah. Dang. So do you think? <laughs> I completely forgot. You're right. I well weird. Uh, I think Finns is still in my is Big Eight. Still, for me. still at the top. Uh, yeah. Still number one for the Big Eight. Yeah. Pirate looks at forty is close. Because a pirate that, looks at forty is very good. Because these this yeah I mean we'll discuss this later but like seventies Jimmy is so sentimental yeah. that it's like I'm beginning to be a little more sentimental. 
with yes. his music. I, I kind of like his softer side a little bit more than I like his party side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we so we know so so much substance of Jimmy at this point. He's yeah. got so many opinions. He's got so many sweet thoughts. Oh gosh, love the guy. What a softie. <laughs> <laughs> love the guy. Um, I want to talk about treat her like a lady. Oh yes, which is. Such a good song. There, this song is amazing. To it's me. amazing. There, I love this song. Three or four songs on this album that really stand out to me. Like they're not huge. Like, yeah, concert. This is gonna be great. Play, treat her like a lady. Mm-hmm. Although I would love that. Like this isn't quite like that. It's not like a Margaritaville or a Cheeseburger in Paradise. But it's a really, really good song. Yeah. Well, it's very. Um, let's take a listen to it. Yeah, we'll take a listen to it. it. Yeah, treat her like a lady. Some of us sailors call her home She's big and she's strong and she's mighty Some of us sailors call her our own Guess that's the reason why I treat her like a lady Just treat her like a lady I don't like the sound of the ground moving round Or wind spinning out of control California earthquakes only seem to make me shake, rattle and roll I've been too long on the mainland Hotel That is so it's so wonderful. Yeah, it's got this like almost like prototype Hall and Oates kind of like uh, yacht rocky kind of tune uh, more than some of his other songs do. Yeah, it's like very uh, floaty with that a little bit of synth in it. It's yeah, really nice. and, and he's he's got that like what, what I talked about in the last episode that grit where he says like shake rattle and roll. Yeah. Like I love that. It's a good fusion of a bunch of different. Uh, good aspects of jimmy it is and there's also a bridge in here that is very country yeah yeah the bridge is very country but it like blends in like it's it's a song about the ocean Mm -hmm. but it has this country kind of vibe to it in places and also this caribbean island vibe this gulf and western vibe it's really really good absolutely i will say too this is is this the first album that he recorded on an island because he recorded this in Montserrat. He, he recorded yes. this in the British West Indies. Yeah, and so I think that must have influenced him, like being on an island every day, going to. in and out. Because this is like the most solid island soundtrack. Yeah, and like like if you look at the album cover, it's this beautiful illustrated uh, uh, painting or portrait of Montserrat yeah. uh, with the volcano in the background. It was an active volcano, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the last time it erupted was in 1995. Really? Yeah, I looked it up. It's still active, which oh, is interesting. crazy. Yeah, that's scary. Um, but yeah, like th- th- there's a lot of songs here that have that sort of island vibe. Definitely. One that doesn't, though, mm. is uh, something I would like to discuss. Okay. And it's a chanson pour les petits enfants. I do, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you like the song or do you not like oh the song? Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I love it because I hate it or if I love it because I love it. It is I, so wild. What do you think about wild. this song? I love it. I think I love it. I really it's love so it. It's so intense. It is nothing like anything we've heard before. <laughs> no. It's 
It's almost like a lullaby. <laughs> yes. But it's a weird lullaby. It is so weird. I have a note about this. You do. From Buffett World, or no, from songmeetings.com. I couldn't find anything oh. on Buffett World. I dug Buffett deep for World. this one. Buffett World has struck this <laughs> from existence. <laughs> they don't We're not using it, it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to hide it. They're trying to bear it. Wake up, sheeple. Chantan Parlay Petit Enfance exists. This is a Jimmy Buffett conspiracy. Oh, my God. I got to go on another um, What's Creative show. Uh, I know. You got to go <laughs> on Lizard, Lizard People. People. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to talk about Thank why. Thank you for the plug, by yeah, the way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so I, 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 I want to preface by saying uh, these are from songmeanings.com. Uh, I cannot speak to their validity. Okay. But... Um, it's, here's here's one of the general comments about the song. This was the first song he wrote when he came to St. Bart's in 1979. One morning, two little kids came up to his boat with croissants and a big mug of coffee. He wrote this song for those kids. One has grown up to be a reggae star. Not, nothing about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really it. strange. Um, two of them became to uh, became singers, and one of them became a news personality in Bermuda. Jimmy says their parents have him to blame for the entire dysfunction in that family. I I don't I what don't does this know. Mean what is I this moment know. in time? And the reason I think this is true is because there is another comment that says something similar. And this one says this song was written during his time in St. Bart's. Okay. He had good friends from Bermuda whose boat was named Venus and their son was named Magnus. Uh, yes, it was about the little children, but taken from these good friends who had three children, two girls, and a son. Um, yeah, and that's it. So where do they? Okay, so they speak French in Saint Bart's. They speak, and I think they do speak. Yeah, they speak French in Saint Bart's, and in uh, Bermuda they speak English. So it must be that he was in Saint Saint Bart's. Because my thing is, why is it French? Right. And the reason is, I guess, because he was in St. Bart's. So that yeah. solves that for me. And the the song means Chanson pour les petits enfants is a uh, song for the little children. And what's this Chanson pour to le monde means? I don't know. I'm going to look that okay, up. Okay, look that up. that's the second part of it. Song for the children, song for everyone. Song for oh, the children, well, song for everyone. That checks out as a Buffett lyric. <laughs> <laughs> song for the children, song for everyone, song for the children, song for everyone. That's right. Uh, um, I... I really, really, I remember the song from when I was a kid because it was the first song in my mind, the first Jimmy Buffett song that I had stumbled onto without like it playing just in the house. Really? You know, like I had like gone through some albums and just like shuffled some songs and this came up. I'm like, I've never heard this before. I like it. Really? Well, yeah. there's a little research that says that they tried to release this in Christmas 1979 in the UK and it huh. actually became kind of a, a moderately successful Christmas hit over there. Really? If anybody is a UK parrot head and listening to this, congratulations for finding this. It must have been a difficult uphill battle. <laughs> but the secondary, uh, if you know anything about that or have a childhood experience listening to Chanson Pour Les Petites Enfants, let us know. Please. I'm fascinated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, please. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of this. Okay. It's very Elton John to me is also it what is I wanted to say. It is very Elton John. It really which is. Which I also like to hear because Jimmy's music stands in its own genre so you, when you connect it to history it's more interesting yeah so here it is oh wow a little moog synthesizer in the background that's right the bass talk about painting a mood I know wow 
What is? What are all those? No idea. <laughs> now young Mr. Moon flew away in the night With his best friend Magnus right by his side Okay. They soared through the Milky Way counting the stars Once around Venus, twice around Mars then they spied an island rise out of the sea They fell back to earth just as free as you please The children all gathered, the church bells did a ring Suddenly everyone started to sing Chanson pour les petits enfants Chanson pour tout le monde Chanson pour les petits enfants Chanson pour tout le monde Queen of the island, she welcomed them in Asking them questions of where they had been She offered them chocolate, she offered them tea They all took their seats in the top of a tree Okay, yeah <laughs> It's the lyrics, well, here's my favorite part The brought wine and the mice, they brought cheese Nice, that's my favorite Beautiful <laughs> birds floated by on the breeze is that, It's like there's, there's like a piccolo in there Yeah, yeah I love that it's the lyrics are bonkers. It's so nuts. It's the so nuts. Raccoons brought wine and the mice they brought cheese. Beautiful birds floated by on the breeze. From out of the oceans, the dolphins began humming a tune that soon covered the land. Bonkers. This is a Disney movie. Yeah, it is a Disney movie. <laughs> but Disney of course, movie. the raccoons brought wine. I hate raccoons. Fucking raccoons. <laughs> Get them out of here, yeah. you criminals. <laughs> I read I read online somewhere that the average lifespan of a raccoon is four years. How did you stumble across that? <laughs> I looked it up on okay. purpose. Four years. Uh, Raccoons live for four years. That's too long, in my opinion. That's too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those little that. scamps. <laughs> I know. Well, it's probably because they're drinking too much wine. You're probably right. Um, but yeah, that's it's. I I think I love it. It's so singular. It's very singular. There and there are a couple songs in here that are very singular. Another one of my favorites, which we'll get to, is Dreamsicle. Oh yeah, I really like Dreamsicle. That one's but, very interesting to me. Yeah, but uh, Chasson pour les petits enfants, I had this stuck in my head for the longest time as just like it's, it's so different. Yeah, you know, this is one that I you know if I'm if I'm not thinking, all of a sudden my hands are up and I'm doing a weird dance to it. <laughs> You know, this is like yeah. a very like I'm in my own brain. Yeah, this connects to the uh, constant melody of my psyche. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like knowing that that it was sort of written for kids, I guess it makes sense that the lyrics are a little weird. Yeah, if it's written for kids, yeah, and I guess that makes sense why they tried to push it as a Christmas song in the UK. I can see it as a Christmas song. Uh, yeah, definitely, it's got that kind of fanciful tune to it. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I, I feel like a lot of tracks on here could be sort of rearranged, or not even rearranged at all for kids. Like, yes. I, we, we mentioned it in our Big 8 episodes about Volcano, is I, I I think I mentioned it was a kid song written for adults. Because uh, yes. it's just kind of bouncy Yeah, yeah, and we fun. talked about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's very fanciful. It's very, uh, yeah, easy to jump up and down That's to right. if you're a child. <laughs> Yeah, with a classic kid dance where they're just, it's all knees. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about boat drinks? Oh, yeah, I'd love to talk about boat drinks. I'm talking about boat drinks. Uh, this one, I would call this one in like, did we talk about this one in the to- the final Big Eight 
album? No, no but, we didn't. No, but I think it should be. It, it's it's an honorable mention it for me. It is definitely an honorable mention. It's a very common song. It's like, oh yeah, boat drinks. Like I mean, he named it after. Well, I is sort of uh, pulled it from uh, his huge compilation that comes out later, "Boats, Beaches, Bars, and Ballads" or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah. Um, I love this song. I think it's great. You heard at the top of the show. It's really fun. It's really solid. I think this is a really uh, a really good song that uh, will clearly have a long life because everyone's yeah. going to be drinking drinks on boats. Yeah. Oh, my God. Drinking a drink on a boat? Ooh, so good. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I really like this. I really like this one. This one captures the mood that you're kind of looking for. Yeah, you know it really I mean? does. Oh, here we go. I love the first two two lyrics. Boats, boat drinks, boys in the band ordered boat drinks. That's it. Simple. Come on. Boat drinks. Boys in the band ordered boat drinks. Visitors scored on the home ring. Everything seems to be wrong. Paper mansion, cheap airfare. I gotta fly to Saint somewhere. I'm close to bodily home. Twenty degrees and the hockey game's on. Nobody cares they're way too far gone. Screaming more drinks, something to keep them all warm. This morning. Shot six holes in my freezer. I think I got cabin fever. Somebody sound the alarm. I got to go where the pace of life's slow. Could you be me somewhere, Mr. Scott? Any old place here on earth or in space. You pick the century and I'll pick the spot. You know what's funny? This song is not at all about being in a tropical location. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> What'd you find? It's well, it's synonymous with uh, you know uh, tropical drinking on a boat. Right, right, but right. The first lyrics are boat drinks. Boys in the band ordered boat drinks. Visitors just scored on the home rink. Everything seems to be wrong. Oh yeah, and they so, bring up hockey. And they bring up doing. He's I shot six holes game? in the freezer. Ah. So, but I read this note on BuffettWorld.com, the number one resource to go for Jimmy Buffett. If you're uh, only looking to spend 30 minutes on the internet. <laughs> spend 30 minutes before flash crashes. Uh, it was February in Boston, and I was cold and wanted to go home. This is Jimmy's note. Rum and tonic was the antifreeze, and the newspaper was full of ads for warmer climates. I was in a place owned by Derek Sanderson, who was a very famous player for the Boston Bruins in the 70s. I came out of the bar and couldn't find a cab except for... The one that was running in front of a nearby hotel. There was no driver in it, and I was too cold to think about the consequences. There's an old Navy expression which says, beg forgiveness, not permission. I hopped in and drove the cab back to my hotel. I did leave the fare on the seat. So he stole a taxi cab. I don't think that's related to the song at all. Also, rum and tonic sounds disgusting. That sounds really, really bad. (laughs) Um, Also... Did he? Yeah, this, he doesn't talk about stealing a taxi cab anywhere in this. I don't think so. Oh wait, twenty degrees and the hockey game's on. Nobody cares, and they're way too far gone. Screaming boat drinks, something to keep them all warm. This morning, no, 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 not at all. So this is a song about escapism. This is a song about escapism. Yeah, and he escaped by stealing yeah, by a taxi stealing cab a taxi. in the seventies <laughs> in Boston. Good for him. We have to add that to the list <laughs> to ask him. Yeah, about the real thing. Also, we have to add somewhere else to the map. 
Saint Somewhere. Saint Somewhere. Yeah. This is the origin story of Saint Somewhere. Which is an album that came out not too long ago, 2016? Songs from Saint Somewhere? 14, yeah. Songs from Saint Somewhere. Oh, really? It's one of the newest ones. I think so. Really? I yeah. thought it was older. Maybe I'm wrong. Hold well, on. Hey, maybe I'm going to look right. it up. But the thing is, what if you're right? Ooh, that could be a thing. Because <laughs> that could be a I've never thing. been right before. No, you've always been right. You're wrong about <laughs> never being right. No, you're right. Songs from St. Somewhere was pretty new, 2013. Okay, all right, all yeah, right. Yeah. Songs from St. Somewhere. Yes, we have to add that to the map. Put a pin in it. Okay, we got St. Somewhere. If you're a cartographer, we need your help. Yes, We've discussed please. this for months. I will pay for a large map. I don't yeah. care how much it is. I no. want like I want detail. I want like a Tolkien style map. Exactly. Yeah. We want Margaritaville on there. Yep. Cheeseburgeropolis, which is something only mentioned in concerts. I wonder if we ever hear it written down. I have no idea. We'll have to see. One particular harbor. Yep. Beach House on the Moon. Yep. Saint somewhere. Saint somewhere. Is Saint somewhere close to Margaritaville? We don't know. We don't know. Is it like a like a sub island? Who knows? Like a moon? Like Beach House on the Moon. Oh, mm. do you think Saint somewhere is on the moon? <laughs> Well, that, I think we're. I think I'm getting ahead of we're myself. We're taking some liberties. We're that. taking some liberties. Um, so yeah, if you are a cartographer, yeah, please, please let us know. Yeah, we'll pay hundreds of dollars. You know, Ryan, there is a song mm-hmm. that is was supposed to be on this album that uh, it was written by a certain Mr. Keith Sykes. Keith Sykes. Yeah, he's a uh, an artist, a country singer, a songwriter. Um, and this it didn't make the album, but I uh, sent it over your way. It's called "I'm Not Strange, I'm Just Like You." I guess Jimmy Buffett did a cover of it. I wasn't able to find a cover of the Jimmy Buffett version, but uh, Keith Sykes uh, did it himself. So I'd love to listen to that to hear what could have been on Volcano. Yes, let's give it a listen. Great. Sounds like Buffett. I really like it. I love it. <laughs> it's so bouncy. It is really fun. see what jimmy did with this song yeah. on montserrat you know i agree yeah what what would have happened to it yeah I think it maybe would have picked up a tropical uh flair for it yeah because that's very much like a kind of a funky late night honky tonk song sure like like uh, in my mind there are two versions of the song from jimmy buffett's point of view there's yeah. like the uh the a1a version and then there's the volcano version absolutely you know they would be drastically different drastically different i would love to hear that i would love to hear that too so jimmy do it jimmy please do it please do it just please come on that's all we're asking for come on jimmy that's the only thing we're asking for that's it (laughs) we are very demanding paradise Um, maybe the most demanding paradise we probably are (laughs) people people are probably like these guys are the worst paradise (laughs) They're critical. They're mean. Um, I, I want to go back to boat drinks real quick. Oh, because, great. Uh, you, you mentioned sort of like the, the vibe, the mood. And to me, this sounds like 
the Jimmy Buffett version of like a campfire song. Boat drinks? Yeah. Yeah. I just absolutely. imagine him in like a beach chair, uh, like maybe around like a bonfire. Yeah. The ocean's going and there are people singing with them. Oh, yeah. I, that, that's that's just the kind of vibe I get. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy is probably pulling out that guitar at every party he's at. Oh, now. yeah. You know, everyone's like, play boat drinks or play the one you want to play and he'd play that one. Yeah. Because it is, it is very like a nice community feeling, like everyone yeah. hanging out kind of song. It's so good. Right? It's so good. It's so great, which is funny to think about because the lyrics, I completely thought they were about drinking I on did a too, boat. But it's about being like freezing cold in Boston yeah, and exactly. stealing a taxi. <laughs> I don't know why I never thought about that no the idea. difference between jimmy buffett's melody and jimmy buffett's lyrics will always strike cognitive dissonance <laughs> like you we, we can't ever realize exactly what he's saying in these lyrics no the tune and the the melody and the vibe is so uh vastly different it really messes you up <laughs> yeah you never <laughs> it really know does you really never know throws off your compass um i want to talk about so, so there are two more that i want to talk about great 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 uh, great Survive okay. and Dreamsicle. Okay, great. Let's, um, let's discuss them then. Let's discuss. I want to talk about Dreamsicle first because okay. I this is my favorite song on the album. You love this one. Aside from Volcano, this is my favorite song on the album. Really? And I think it's because I know that he was writing this sort of around the time of kind of being a dad. Yeah. You know? Oh, that it's, makes sense. It's a very, very sweet song. Ooh. It's very pretty. It's it's a lot like Chasson pour les petits enfants. It's a lot like that same kind of vibe. Um, but just like the melody uh, is, I don't know, it's very calming. It's nice. It's one of those sweet Buffett songs. Ooh. And I don't know. I just love it so much. Well, you know, I didn't give it that much of a, of a thought. So okay. I'm excited to listen to this it with is, this new glance. This is another one that's been just kind of stuck in the back of my head. Oh, great. It's so good. Well, so I'm going to play I'm a little bit of gonna it. I'm going to focus in on it All this right. time. Classic start. That acoustic guitar. Classic. He loves doing that. Let me tell you now, he sips, he quips, dreams a lot about sailing ships, wants to throw it all away, wants to have it back someday. Loves food, sears too, wants to win that football pool, spend it on some real good grass, disappearing all so fast. Tell my story, pain and glory Guess my occupation Free and easy, warm and breezy Overnight sensation I got house pets, clear jets Trying to learn about bassinets Oh, Miss Piggy, dance with me Let me take you to the sea Dream sick, big deal pickle. High school honey, sure were fickle. I'll be down, front your hand, takes me back to Alabama. It's so good. It's really good. It's actually got a, a Paul Simon solo vibe it to it. Really, that, There's this percussion think, to it that I really like. I think that's why I love it so much. Paul Simon, my favorite recording artist. Absolutely amazing. He's terrific. He's wonderful. And I mean, songs like like Obvious Child. Yeah. 
probably the best song ever written. Well, and there's that newer one that is like, I've been working on the rewrite. Yes. That's right. Yeah. going to change Yeah, the just like that kind of syncopated it's like, it's like, beat. Uh, yeah, that kind the, yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the, the like big rhythm that comes in different like waves. Exactly. And then you hear that like bass drum in there. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, yeah. love it so much. And um, we, we spoke about it before that this album is a lot about the present. Yeah. And this song combines both of those things, thinking about yeah. the past and thinking about the present. I love I love this lyric. I got house pets Learjets trying to learn about bastonets. Exactly. Uh, that's so uh, wonderful. He's got a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He's got a, an airplane. And he's also... Trying to be a dad. About, yeah, trying to be a dad. It's a it's really, really beautiful song. Yeah. I love it. I love it's, it so much. It's his uh, Will Smith's Just the Two of Us. <laughs> Yeah. One Dalmatians on the CD ROM. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it it's is. Exactly it's what exactly it what it is. That's a very obscure reference. Um but yeah, I I I I love the 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 Paul Simon reference. I think that's yeah, spot on. I think that's super solid. I think uh it's really wonderful. I'll be damned country ham takes me back to Alabama. Yeah, yeah. It's a great song. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. I love it so much. My favorite on the album next I really to Volcano. That. I will say Treat Her Like a Lady might be my favorite on the album. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really very, very, because there's a lot going on, but it all works together. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a really solid album. The more you think about it, the more the you more, listen to it, you're like, this is a really exactly. great reflective album. It really is. The more yeah. we talk about it, the more I like it. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about Survive real quick? Yes, let's do it. This is a song that Bob Middledorf would always play in the house. Really? This was a Middledorf song? This is a Middledorf song. Really? Um, particularly at uh, the, the lake house when I was a kid. Oh, wow. I could just hear it blasting. Like I would be like swimming downstairs like in the lake, and I could hear it blasting from the deck. Oh, it's a great song. Um, I love it so much. I will say, is this what you're... Okay, here's what's funny to, about this. Okay. Uh, let's play it, and then I'll talk okay, to you. Okay, all right, all right. Let's, let's discuss. Like I, I, I think a reason my dad would play this all the time, like 
he was, uh, he's, he's very into, like, fidelity. Like, he loves stereos. Yeah. He loves playing music loud, like, big music. Like, I remember uh, whenever he would get, like, a new sound system or a new speaker, uh, he always had two things that would, like, that, that was, like, the test for it. Really? There was uh, the Eagles Hell Freezes Over DVD. Okay. Which is the acoustic concert they did when they got back together for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah, which I'm, is a terrific is a album. album. It's a really, can, really good can album. Can you tell that uh, they're happy to be back together? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, uh, Live at the Acropolis, Yanni. Oh, really? <laughs> which is like this big, huge, commanding album. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. And then this song just has that sort of i don't know just that like oomph well i'll tell you another song that came out within the year i just sent it your way okay so you should listen to it this happened this came out in the same exact like maybe eight months there it is jeez (laughs) (laughs) there you go Here we go. So you're back from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face. Anyways, this was a sort of song that was already about surviving. Yeah. I will survive. <laughs> and the the lyrics to Jimmy Buffett Survive are survive, stay alive. <laughs> Which another song that had just stayin come alive, out. Staying alive. Staying alive. Uh, uh. So was this a veiled reference do you to think, I will survive and stay alive? Do you think this was his answer to God's own drunk just combining two songs to steal them? He's <laughs> like, it didn't alive. work last time, but exactly. I just had to combine two songs I like and it'll work. Well, I guess maybe 7978 was all about surviving. Mm. <laughs> People were just looking to survive. <laughs> what a scary time. What a scary time. Tumultuous well, time. Well, also, he was on site of an active volcano. He was. That's uh, a good point. So maybe yeah, something about maybe, that. Maybe. All I'm saying is, uh, the whole country had a disco version of surviving, and he's like, "We need a Gulf and Western version of surviving." And I think it works. Gotta be honest. I think it works. It's fun. I think it's a great one. Um, uh, we are we are back to having an album that ends on a uh, sort of a low note, oh, sending gosh, the old a, man home. What a downer! What Jesus a downer. Christ! You start with fins. <laughs> And 30 minutes later, you bring me to sending the old man home. Yeah, and we're like, what are we doing? This is some old man's going home. Some old man's going home. Is he dying? What uh, a maybe? bummer. I know. Yeah, it is a huge bummer. This is a downer of, a, of an ending of an album. It really is. It really is. I wonder why he liked to end on the sentimental notes. I don't know. Let's add that to the list. Okay, we'll add that to the list yeah. of what we're going to ask him. I haven't been writing down any of these. Have no, you? no, no. Well, we're recording it. You're right. <laughs> it's a voice memo. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we're just going to listen through 25 hours of stuff we got the questions we had is that crazy what you if if you wanted to binge the parrot head podcast it would take you more than a day yeah that's a good point that's crazy so get on it parrot head <laughs> get nation on it. <laughs> oh that is wild the more and more i talk about it, the more and more i love volcano what about you i think i really like it i don't know where i would rank this mm-hmm. based on the past albums but i think for a, a breezy sunday afternoon this is a great album to listen to especially if you're going on a walk especially if you're going on a hike yeah or oh, you're in yeah. a tropical area yeah it did give me thoughts of like thinking about when i was in the virgin islands about a month ago sure it, it gave me flashbacks which i enjoyed yeah yeah i yeah. see that it's a good album though it's it's a solid album and i think it's one you have to give 
a couple glances at. You do, you, you do, because there don't are realize, a lot. Yeah, There's a lot of nuggets. It's kind of subtle. Like it's very mm-hmm. personal, and it's a little more subtle, which yeah. is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I love it. I love it. And uh, Chanson pour les petites enfants. Big fan. Big. That's all big I'll say. Fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, to close it out, let's play volcano. Oh, let's do it, baby. Let's play volcano. Let's hear the reason for the season. Oh, so fun. Oh. Uh, until next time, I am Ryan Middledorf. And I'm Patrick McDonald. Hey, you guys, have a good week. Have a good week. And everybody, this has been the 70s. Oh, yes. Is Coming it? up next, the, the 80s. 80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of a volcano blowing. <laughs> <laughs>